Surya Saha and welcome to the Insurex Story podcast, the platform to spread knowledge on insurance innovation, digital disruptions and entrepreneurship. Our website insurexstory.com and we are available on Spotify, Apple and Google. Today we are going to discuss on the topic how embedded insurance can close the coverage gap. And for now, I'm delighted to welcome our guest Paul Prendergast, who is the CEO and co-founder of Kena Innovation. Paul is a serial entrepreneur and former winner of the Deloitte Fast 50 for the fastest growing technology company in Ireland. He co-founded Kena with Peter Birmingham in October 2021. Their previous venture, Blink, founded in 2016 and acquired by CPP Group in March 2017, delivered the world's first real-time resolution flight cancellation insurance product and was the only insurtech as part of the first cohort of the FCS Sandbox Safe Place to Innovate program. Paul led the company to make the insurtech 100 for 2019 and 2020, an annual list of the world's most innovative insurtech companies and was selected for the fifth cohort of the prestigious Lloyd's Lab Innovation Accelerator Program in 2020, focusing on parametric business interruption insurance solutions. So, Paul, welcome on board and truly excited to have you for the show. Hi, Surya. Thank you for the invite. Very excited to chat today. Would you like to tell our audiences a bit about your organization? What's your focus, what you do and how you came up with this idea? Sure, absolutely. As you mentioned, myself and my co-founder, Peter Birmingham, we've been working together, God, nearly 20 years now. This is our third InsureTech business together. Last was Blink, and uh, we went through uh, Lloyd's Lab, and we built some very interesting small business parametric products. It was our first real kind of entree into small business insurance, and we could see lots of problems with small business insurance. So we had that in the back of our head going, that's an interesting sector that's tough to tough to fix. So when we finished our earn out with Blink, um, we decided uh, this would be a big area to try, to try to help solve small business insurance. So that was a real focus. Um, and uh, that's where we started first. And then we looked at obviously massive, massive trend in embedded insurance. And there's some really good companies. I suppose we would term it as embedded insurance 1.0. Um, and they've done really good work on that. I think the next wave of embedded insurance 2.0 is going to be a little bit more sophisticated. And hopefully we're going to be one of those companies who are leading the charge in embedded insurance 2.0. And our our focus is all about uh, fixing small business insurance. And small business insurance is it's a it's just a massive massive issue. Um, yeah. You know, if you if you take the U.S. market, just the U.S. market on its on its own, forty percent of small businesses have no insurance, and seventy five percent of the rest uh, are are underinsured. And the frightening term that we hear all the time is that these companies, a lot of them are unknowingly underinsured. Um, and that's that's pretty frightening. And we, we saw that in the Petri dish that was COVID, um, where people 
thought they had the right insurance and they didn't have the right insurance and they made a claim and they went out of business. And this happened time and time again. So we're quite passionate about, um, and, and no, nobody's trying to do anything wrong in, in the insurance ecosystem. To be honest, the key issue here that we identified is the underwriters and the insurance and even the brokers, they really don't know the businesses that they're insuring terribly well. You know, we know a ton of great brokers and the brokers, um, because you don't make a huge amount of money out of small business insurance, it has to be transactional in nature. So you don't get to spend days and days with a small business to really understand that business. It has to be transacted because you don't make enough commission out of that policy sale. It's it's almost as simple as that. And, you know, we know the regulators very well. The regulators are getting very exercised, saying you need to understand your business better. And they're putting a lot of overhead on, on insurers. And some insurers are coming away from small business because of that conduct risk, etc. And it all comes down to, you know, and you talk to the insurers and then we talk to the underwriters and the underwriters, they're almost in this dark data room when they're looking at small business insurance. They really don't know who they're insuring. So then, as we all know, when the underwriters don't know something, they kind of almost assume the worst. And uh, they then their job is to protect their balance sheet. They do that well. But the outcome is you've got a small business insurance policy with a, lots of excesses, um, lots of exclusions, lots of terms and conditions because they're go they're kind of flying blind. So that's the problem that we're trying to solve. Um, so it's a very focused on the small business sector. And uh, we, we think the embedded insurance route and the way we're approaching it is, is a very novel, unique way of solving this problem, which is it's a win, 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 win for both the, the small business, the software platforms that we're working with and the insurance community, the, whether it be the brokers, the insurers and the underwriters. So, um, yeah, that's that's Kena. We're we're very very excited. We're it's pretty early stage company, but uh, we've we've a ton of experience in building insure tech businesses, and this is easily the most excited that we've been at this stage of any business. You know, we we normally have heard a lot on embedded insurance, uh, primarily on a B two C kind of an environment. But mm-hmm. it's very interesting to see how embedded insurance can also, you know, transform the B2B, as you said, these small businesses mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. how it can transform their uh, probability to get insured. So mm-hmm. I think I think that's going to be interesting to see how it works out. You know, uh, yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, please go ahead. Yeah. And, and you know, it's it's. Uh, as I said earlier, there, there there's some really good companies in the small business space who've made the the user experience better. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, having run small businesses for most of my life, small business entrepreneurs, survival is number one, getting customers in, getting revenue in, managing your staff. So you're super busy. You're doing a ton of different things. Yeah. And insurance comes around once a year. You give it a. You never give it the right amount of time. You do, it's a it's a form to fill out. Yeah. Most most. The experience they have, you know, you're typically, you know, an awful lot's through the broker channel. So the broker rings you up and the question is, how is business over the last year? You can you probably can't remember what's happened last week. You're focused on today and survival, you know, so it's very different. And you have to think about giving them all the information of what's going on, making, you know, it's all the responsibilities down to you as the entrepreneur, the, the business owner to update your broker or your insurer. And there was, 
really interesting information, even through COVID, where small businesses, Biba, which is the big broker association in the UK, uh, they did massive analysis on businesses that changed their business model fairly fundamentally through COVID. You know, perfect example is a sit-down restaurant becoming a delivery uh, restaurant exclusively. Only 20% of those businesses updated their broker or their insurer. Even though their effectively their risk had changed dramatically, they just never, it never even goes comes on their radar to do that. Only 20%, two in 10. So 80% of those people that changed their business never told their broker. So they're effectively got completely the wrong insurance. And that was a very interesting uh, case study around COVID and people changing their business. So, so for us, every business we start, we start with the data, the unique data. So our approach is, is quite different than lots of people. So we're exclusively focused on software platforms where there's unique data. We don't treat the software platform as a pure distribution channel. That to us is embedded insurance 1.0, where you've got, you know, an extended warranty or a travel product or whatever it is. Here's the product now. I need a I need a place to sell it. You know, that's fine. But we we work with platforms where there's really interesting data, and we take the data from that platform and bring bring it in. We built interesting tech so we can bring it in, flatten out the data, so then our insurers or our broker partners can access that data in a really efficient manner, and we can. We can ensure that the small business owner uh, gets the right insurance for them. And then over time, as their business changes, you know, staffing levels, inventory, etc., the insurer then can say, oh, you can almost automate that midterm adjustment. And, and where the data is, um, how small businesses are running their businesses online is, is fundamentally changing. And this was the the penny drop moment for us, myself yep. and Peter, when we were starting the business is the days of small businesses using, you know, a marketing piece of software, a finance piece of software, an inventory piece, of, that's going and it's being replaced by a thing called vertical SaaS platforms. So you've got a piece of software just 100% focused on gyms. Glowfox is an example of a gym software platform, fantastic Irish company. Then you've got others. Toast is just focused on restaurants. Clio is just focused on the legal industry. And they're really specific and really narrow, but very specialized. But what they do with our insurance hat on it, they give us incredibly rich data. You know, we built insurance products, you know, going into open banking. That's fine, but it gives it's one abstraction layer too high. Whereas these operational platforms where these small businesses run every aspect of the business, whether it be acquiring customers, managing staff, managing inventory, getting payments, et cetera, et cetera. That's what we've optimized our technology to plug into these platforms, it takes them a day to plug into our tech. And then we make it super easy for really good insurers and brokers to offer product to their platforms, et cetera. So, so that's, that's kind of, so it's quite a, quite a different yeah. approach and, you know, it's definitely, the next generation of embedded, we, we would argue, you know. So, you know, Paul, where, where do you see the missing opportunities when it comes to products, uh, you know, that customer wants and with respect yeah. to what embedded can deliver? Yeah, so I think I think the, the big thing is, um, you know, you're providing the right insurance 
you know, it's right now, if you look at, I, I'll take the example of, of gym insurance. Right now, you go to most markets, there's one gym insurance product out there, and it's a one-size-fits-all, regardless of the type of gym, ins- gym that you have. But the risk is completely different if, you're, if you have a yoga studio compared to a CrossFit studio. So really, there's about 30 different types of gyms. It doesn't make sense for the broker channel to have 30 gym insurance products in the marketplace. It's just completely inefficient the way they sell and the way they're set up. Whereas you can do that through the vertical SaaS platform. You can uh, you can provide the right cover for um, you know uh, for the specific industry vertical. I think I think as well. Um, talking to again tons of people in the sector most people they only take four or five six data points and they can give a quote whereas in the vertical SaaS platforms there's two three hundred data points and in time to come we'll be able to start building completely new risk models for different types of business so number one you're 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 making it super convenient for the small business so they don't have to have that conversation once a year going how is business we already know how business is because we're we have all the data about that business, the turnover, staff, uh, inventory, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So that's so that's super convenient. So they're able to say uh, they're able to buy the soft the insurance through the software platform that they trust, and we have all the data to provide them an up to date insurance, accurate insurance product. So you know because the big the big issues are under insurance is just a massive massive issue where. You know, they rush through a quick uh, renewal form and they get all the data wrong and they're just trying to get it done in half an hour and get on to something else. That won't happen because the data on the platform is super accurate, high efficacy, up to date. So that's the key thing. In a lot of cases, you're almost taking existing products that are in the marketplace and you're just making sure that, you, you know, and there's a modular element to that. You're able to make sure that the right, you, you, you can identify the profile of that small business really well and make sure that they've got the right insurance um yeah interesting you know uh in the overall if you look at the embedded insurance as a concept as we understand the main aim is to offer insurance products through seamless digital customer journeys you know compounded mm-hmm. with add-on uh to a third-party products or services right so mm-hmm. We have discussed on the innovation part and uh, the dis- distribution part, but how do you see the solving the KYC aspect of insurance or rather the customer onboarding challenges in insurance? So absolutely, and it's getting the right data. So so again, you know, I think I was reading recently the average small business uh, policy, you have to fill out 87 questions, you know, and you have to, you, and you have to, you know that's something that a small business owner really doesn't want to do. They have to do it, and they'll they'll rush through it. Whereas, by its very nature, the software platform where you're running all elements of your business, you have you have really uh, deep, high quality information at fingertips. You know, so you know you know the the the, the history of that organization. You know the the people who are working there. You know you've got very very strong data about that business which which completely changes the whole you know if somebody's coming cold to a website you've no idea who they are whereas if you're 
partnering with a software platform and they've been running their business for four years on this platform, the restaurant, for example, that's a whole different level of comfort for the insurer. And they're able to get access to that data going back, you know? Right. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Cool. You know, um, again, move, just a quick uh, point to add here. The future of insurance, of course, is going to be embedded as, as we at least see it now. So, mm-hmm. but having said that, do you see insurance companies becoming a part of this ecosystem quite sooner than expected? How do you see them becoming a part of this embedded ecosystem? Because as we see, you know, these technology companies or insure tech companies are yes. doing what mm-hmm. they can. But how do you see the the incumbents insurers who are actually providing the insurance products, who mm-hmm. are capital intensive in nature? How do you see them getting into this ecosystem quickly? Yeah. And and look, our model is a very collaborative model. Right. We're we're a technology we're a technology infrastructure play. That's what Kena does. So we provide right. that infrastructure between the software platform. We work with a number of large global brokers and a number of large insurers. You know, big, big insurers and big brokers are fantastic at what they do, and we certainly do not believe that they're going to be. Um, taken out of the channel. I think they they have so much experience and they understand the business and they understand the history and their customer base. So so we, you know, the we're trying to fit in where we think uh they're a little weaker. Um you know their strengths are over here as I mentioned. You yeah. know, building fast, quick, nimble product integrations, that's something that we do very well. And we make it really easy for our insurance partners to go to market. You know, as I as I mentioned earlier, I think that uh, software partners that we've integrated with, it's it's sub one day's development to integrate with Kena. And the same with our insurance partners. You know, you've got some fantastic underwriters or insurers who know, uh, you know, certain lines of business very well, but they mightn't be very sophisticated in terms of building technology integrations. You know, and they're patching up in terms of legacy, etc. And every single person has got 50 things to we can if they're very sophisticated, we can hook in with APIs. If they're not, we can do all that on our platform uh, and just do a border report at the end of a month. So we're allowing them play in this innovative space and innovative distribution channel. That's our job is to enable our insurance partners um, try to do this without massive technical overheads. Right. Um, so that's our job is to be that infrastructure layer between the two parties. Yeah. So what essentially we're talking about, uh, talking out here is, you know, for an embedded ecosystem to succeed, the first key thing is to look at robust partnership yeah. among insurers and technology, you know, uh, companies yeah. rather than insurers. Well, well, yes, a hundred percent. You know, when we started. A long time ago, doing insure tech, everybody said that they're going to disrupt all the insurance companies and the underwriters and the broker. Yep. Everybody has a part to play. And this is not a zero-sum game. I think the, we're completely focused on the customer. You know, that uh, 40% in the States that have no insurance, 75% of their underinsured. So there's a massive market opportunity to provide a better product. But using all the skills and ex- experience of existing brokers, existing insurers, existing underwriters who really know the stuff, but they're literally living in this data dark room and they yeah. don't know who they're insuring and cost of distribution, etc. So that's our job is that infrastructure layer between, say, the software provider who really wants to offer a better insurance experience to their customer. 
True. Um, and the insurer and underwriters and brokers want to get access, but they simply don't have the uh, the technology um, infrastructure. Uh, and they, you know, they, of course they could build it, but they're busy keeping the show on the road and they've got large organizations to keep going. So it's completely collaborative would be our view. Can you also touch upon some of the key stakeholders in an embedded insurance channel? Well, we're, we're very bullish about the broker channel. Um, you know, we're because we work with software platforms across all different lines of business. Um, you know, that's that's our focus is to do as many platform partnerships as possible. So it's it's very useful for us to work with brokers who work with lots of specialist carriers across the market. You know, so uh, we have we have solid partnerships with a number of very large global brokers. Um, and then obviously, you know, they bring the carriers to, to the table and are probably our favorite people are the underwriters and the underwriters love getting really good quality data. Um, and that's what we're providing. So they're very, very excited about it. Th this is something that will not be solved in six months or three months. This is a long term project to get um, more data and get yeah. and start understanding, you know, all that additional high quality data does it. The big question is, does it really matter? Can we build new risk models down the line and segment the market down the line? Um, which ones are, are going to impact the risk models? That in the next 12 to 24 months time, time will tell, but that'll be super interesting. So yeah. each each layer of the uh, insurance stack is, is, in our view, very important. And this is not about taking just taking the same business of other people it's about growing the overall pie you know by reducing that under insurance reducing that protection gap which is absolutely massive and really making a big impact negative impact to small businesses uh, across the globe you know yeah absolutely you know when you talk about underwriting and data i mean the process is certainly not going to be a couple of months uh, no turn around. it's about. going to be i mean yeah. minimum of 12 months Oh, minimum our view is going to be longer but that's fine yeah we're, we're in this for the long haul so yeah but you know fantastic initiative i mean i wish you and peter all the very best uh with your mission you. to transform insurance and good luck to your team and thank of course you. thanks very much for your time fantastic discussion and thank you for sharing your thoughts today it was a truly delight to have you as our guest and lastly thank you so wrap this up Thank you for listening and see you at our next episode. Take care and stay safe. Goodbye for now.